Welcome back to Deeply Unwell. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Deeply Unwell. This is Jojo Siwa. Just kidding. You know they banned her from the Nickelodeon TV Awards because she's a dyke? I saw that. Sad. Which is like so sad. But also. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She was, she's one of like the most successful children in the America. <laughs> Cheers to that. Hi, I'm Connie Hamelthorpe. This is Deeply Unwell. And um, this is my good friend, um, Piggy Taiwan. Oh, good friend. Okay. It's like that. This is my roommate. Yeah. She gets so mad when I call her. I get really mad when she tells people that I'm her roommate because it's like, are you just going to totally disvalue years of love and trust? That's Um, like, I had an ex boyfriend once, and this is relevant to today's episode. I had an ex boyfriend once who literally lived with me. And we were, like, mm. supposed to be in love or whatever. And he would introduce himself to people as my roommate. Yeah. They were roommates. He sucked. Yeah. Hi, Anthony Pape Calabrese. Hi. Um, on this pod, we're unfiltered. We say names. Because it's like, do. if you didn't do the thing to make me have to say your name, I wouldn't have to say your mm-hmm. name. And if you're listening, that just means that you still like me. So yeah. And Suck if you're not, then you don't know that I even said your name. So what's the problem? Well, um, so this week is our Love Line episode. So ding, excited. Ding, 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 ding. Where we answer all your <coughs> questions about Sorry. dating, love, sucking, and fucking. Um, I am recovering from bronchitis. <coughs> COVID. I, it's not COVID. But I was in bed for like five days, truly dying. So I might be coughing. That's why my voice sounds like this. You guys, you know, we're going to make the most of it. She had so much built up stress and tension in her body from being horizontal for five days Mm. that she had the worst sleep parosmia, like nightmare last night. And I hate to say it. The witching hour. It was actually before the witching hour. It was like, it was like 2.30. Two thirty. Yeah. How? <sighs> she does that every time. I'm so sick of it. Oh, my tooth hurts. Yeah, we get it. Your tooth hurty. Um. um yeah. You, you, well, you know, I spent the last week watching uh, a very specific true crime documentary called Your Worst Nightmare on YouTube TV, and it was literally every single episode was just about a woman who was murdered or almost murdered by a, a man a man um for very various by reasons Amanda. none of them were just of course so you know i think that kind of got into my psyche but i do be having night terrors and i have my whole life but last night was probably was the different. worst i've ever had i didn't really go to sleep until maybe around two wasn't tired and then you know that tricky first that, yeah. thirty minutes. That's when they when your sleep psychosis really, I know, activates. Yep. And I awoke at two thirty in the morning. I opened my little eyes, and what she do I see? Cute. I see <laughs> some kind of vibrant green geometric floating 
shape that was like a whole bunch of different octagons put together and they were like spinning rapidly yeah it was like hovering over me and like coming at me and honey i screamed i absolutely screamed i I jolted out of my bed completely nikid and um I was terrified for your life. I thought that I thought oh. someone was in the house and that you were being murdered, or I thought it was a ghost and like equally scary. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was. I, it was genuinely the most horrific feeling you could ever possibly feel because in that moment, and it's like a split second, it really felt like there's something attacking me. There yeah. is something trying to kill me or take me whatever and I just remember screaming and I was throwing my pillows and I jumped out of the bed and ran out of my room it was it just it's still I could still feel it in my body all every time like a traumatic event happens to her my body takes a screenshot and it records (laughs) it It, more like a screen recording (laughs) and like it plays through my mind and then I wasn't able to go back in bed to bed because she I could just hear the replaying of her screams yeah. and then and then I started having sleep psychosis and my sleep psychosis doesn't manifest itself in like night terrors terrors so much as um sleep paralysis mm. which is so terrifying because I have auditory hallucinations and like and like half dreams like visually and like I can't move and it's like someone's trying to kill me and I just said I hold the power of my mother and she casts a white light around yes. me and then I had to stab him and I got Sorry, out of it. Rosemary. And then and my Yes, yes. Thank God for Rosemary. And then I got out of my fucking bed and I went downstairs and I said, I knocked on the door and I said, I can't sleep. I have sleep paralysis. Yeah. Which means, so yeah, like there's a ghost. Yeah. That's not the first time this has happened to me. I've had like roommates where like, both of us have sleep paralysis like on the same night and then our third roommate mm-hmm. like sees a shadowy figure in the kitchen mm-hmm. and i'm like oh yeah the scientists will say that it's science right okay. yeah i just you know gay boys say what from the time that i spend on gay gaia, boys say science <laughs> from the time that i spend on gaia tv i just know there's too much unexplained stuff in this universe to believe that night terrors and sleep paralysis is just your brain you know farting around there's too many paintings I don't think so. of demons sitting on hags or hags sitting on people yeah. or whatever the fuck for me to think that it's just science yeah it's interdimensional beings honey and they're coming get into for it. us get into it they're coming for us and you know for a long time i didn't cover the antique mirror in my room at night, but now it's I gotta cover it. But every now night. you do. But now I do. We don't. We don't talk about how he hits you. We don't talk about how he broke your jaw. We don't talk about how you don't cover your antique mirror at night. But now, but now we, we do. do. I came into her room and she um had just like a nasty heather gray it is not like it is t-shirt not. with pit stains on it it covering, is not covering the antique mirror said, no Ooh, honey things are getting no. spicy in here it is it's getting very paranormal it's a nautical stripe t-shirt dress isn't it crazy how memory Walmart? literally affects what every time you okay i learned this from um our good friend let's call her mosey Mm-hmm. Um, her name's Rosie. Um, she, that she said, every time that you access memory, you change it. 
Yeah. And that's why that's they, definitely true they're for you. I've heard to, like, this girl tell stories yeah, that yeah, are yeah. so crazy. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm an adult. So I don't know where I she really got am. that at. But honey, the kids love to twirl. Um, <laughs> I I have to run downstairs to grab my heart medication. And okay. So, um, uh, do you want to tell them a little bit about my day? Oh my god, you can't put that pressure on me because I don't know what you want you what, what you want to share and what you don't want to share. That's true. I have a lot of tea to spill. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'll just- and we're back. I'm so sorry about that. Um, so my day. What a day. Um, so, you know, I'm just deciding. Sorry, there's the chihuahua I'm perpetually abusing downstairs. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, honestly, call animal control services yeah, or whatever every the fuck. Episode. Because, like, yeah. I literally, like, I tie him up and I rape him uh-huh. um i don't i love him very much he's a very sweet boy um yeah so today i've just been going through it and i'm just like i'm deciding here on out that i no longer have a weak constitution that i said i have a strong constitution in that i am a cool girl mm-hmm. and i'm gonna talk about things and my podcast and whatever yeah and if you don't like it don't do it yeah we're not filtering ourselves I'm not filtering myself to spare anyone's I'm feelings i'm 30 years old there's only seven years left uh-huh before the what the crop failure it's, yeah total crop failure by 2030 <laughs> we're not gonna get into that on this one no. um but yeah you guys we have like seven years left so like yeah i'm gonna like <laughs> i will obviously change his name mm-hmm. but i've been having a friend staying with me a friend quote unquote because it's like a romantic interest and this all like you know parlay parlays into the love line episode yeah. um because it's like you hoes want to hear love advice from two transsexual Yay! hookers who haven't had boyfriends in five years <laughs> I've had one boyfriend my whole life. <laughs> and he was he was a narcissist who thoroughly abused her. Thoroughly. So I'm an yeah. expert in relationships. We're both abused. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, like, no, I'm an expert. But you now. know what? Yeah, I actually did learn a lot. You could call her Dr. Ramani. Doctor, call me Dr. Raman, honey. Dr. Raman needs. Dr. Ramani is a, uh, a psychiatrist who specializes in narcissism. If you didn't know, if you're someone who's going through abuse in a relationship, I highly recommend you look her up. Saved me. She's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous brown skin goddess. Um, so I've been having this like friend stay with me. And so like I flew out to California to go see him and we had a really great time. It was really, really lovely. And then he was like, oh, let's like drive back to Portland. So we did. Um, and he's been with us for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. And so today I just kind of had to like give him like an ultimatum of like, you got to get, you got to get the fuck out of my house because like I'm a strong independent woman and I don't need no man. And also I just like need my space. Otherwise I'm going to have literally a psychotic breakdown because I'm hosting friends in like a week and to host someone at your fucking house, like just anyone for like a month is like. Yeah, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. Yeah, for sure. She's got to poop and fart, you know? I Well, the thing is, is I've been holding in farts for two weeks. Yeah, that's too long. 
and the only girl I can actually fart <clears throat> around is this girl looking right across from me. That's right. And you know, it's I've said I said this already, but it's one thing to host like a girlfriend, whatever, and it's super casual. But it's another thing to host a boy. Well, when you have that added pressure of having like, to be like romantically performative, it's yeah. like Especially if it, when it's like beginning phases and you're both just like figuring it out. It's like the amount of mental energy that it takes to navigate those early it's stages abuse. of a relationship is like so much. So to be around for that long is like, yeah, yeah, I would blow my brains out. So basically we just like had to have a talk today where I was like, I need my fucking space. Like, love you. Um need really need my space otherwise like i will kill myself and you and everyone in this home including yeah. the chihuahua that's yelping downstairs Chihuahuas first the chihuahua goes first mm-hmm. you and your new vitamix oh my god and okay well we, so we had this really like serious conversation today where he just like wasn't getting it and i'm like men don't know how to communicate emotionally no like i had to it i was like that's why we have I true like, crime shows have, yeah I was like, I'm going to have an anxiety attack because I don't know how to articulate myself more clearly to you. Um, anyway, and so I, I had a client who bought me a Vitamix from my Amazon wish list. Thank you, Scott. Um, and it's I've always wanted a Vitamix. Like, ever since, like, I was going to Jamba Juice when I was, like, 15, you know? I'm like, damn, I want an industrial blender. An industrial-grade blender because I'm a smoothie girl. And I can't be skinny unless I'm having a smoothie every day. It has to be. And I've gone through two Ninja blenders now. And I said, I want want a Vitamix mix, Daddy. And um, finally, a client I've never met bought me one off my Amazon wish list. Thank you, Scott. Gorgeous. And I got it today. Right before I was supposed to talk to this boy and, like, have a very serious conversation with him. And it sucked all my joy out of having a Vitamix. Mm-hmm. And this is an $800 machine mm-hmm. that I got for very free joyous. that I've been waiting for ha- literally, quite literally, half my life. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. downstairs. Um, thank you for that. Um, it's unforgivable. Un- it's an unforgivable mm-hmm betrayal yeah um anyway yeah he's probably gonna listen to this yikes don't care (laughs) um (laughs) all right so i guess that's a good um foray into oh i was also going to mention um chihuahuas in vitamixes uh chihuahuas were bred as food yeah and guard dogs and guard dogs Mm -hmm. so if anyone would like a puppy smoothie let me know Mm, he's really meaty he's very muscular it's like that movie um did you guys it's called either fresh or flesh but starring that really hot guy sebastian stan or whatever i think he's like so my type really yeah like Mm. he's like so hot to me Mm. um and he like sells like parts of the women he captures like cannibalistically Mm -hmm. uh i could do that with a puppy yeah, you if could. anyone wants, like, it had to be really expensive because he's pretty small. Yeah. So, um, if you like, if you want like a baby food jar of my puppy, I would eat Charlie's thigh for sure. Mm-hmm. It looks good. I would eat his liver probably, or his shoulder. His shoulder. I just started good. feeding him like fresh food, so he's he'll he'll be tasting good in probably like a couple months. So, mm-hmm. but get your orders in now. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So here we go into our first ever Loveline episode. Ooh. I'm so excited. I love, love, love. 
shall we look up our first caller? Yeah, how do you want to do this? Are we just going to play it on our phone? We're going to or... play it into the from our phone into the um this mishmagingi that I'm holding. Mishmagingi. And if that doesn't if it doesn't work on the playback, it will be edited in in post. Gorge. Hello, deeply unwell. I had a question sort of in the world of love, sex, dating, but also in the world of fashion. And I was sort of curious your take on navigating men, dating relationships, etc. in relation to dressing and how you would dress yourself if you were to wear lingerie for your own gaze in the mirror versus sort of a built-up image of what you're meant to perform as in real life and how that's ex- that, how that's sort of maneuvered your shopping habits. Um, so I'd love to hear more. Hi, Gay. <laughs> Hi. Um, this is actually my friend. Um, oh, it is? Yeah. Um, love you very much. You know who you are. Um, I would say... <sighs> Well, okay, so it's, like, kind of interesting because for, like, me, like, for me, I'm a hooker. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, yeah, I have l'argent provocateur in synthesis. Um, and, like, a very beautiful lingerie and stuff. But, and, yeah, and Peggy gave it to me because she grew out of it. But, yeah, so, like, I have stuff like that, but it's, like, I only wear that if I have to because since the pandemic, like, I hate my body and I hate looking mm-hmm. at myself. And so it's, like, also, like, if I'm performing, okay, for, like, in the hooker, like, client gaze, like, yeah, I want to be gorgeous. I want to be snatcherini. Like, I do wear lingerie. I wear silk robes, blah, 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 If I am having civilian sex, I kind of go for, like, a Vibe. Yeah, we're so similar. Like yeah. I only perform like girl next door. Yeah, I only perform um, femininity for the male gaze for money. I've never worn lingerie for myself. Why would lingerie Why would not I, comfortable? Why also, would I like, do that? I'm wearing I'm like I'm not gonna like, a, I'm not gonna, like look at myself like when there's no one around cheese. and like my lingerie and start jerking my little sheenus. That's Mm-mm. AGP behavior. Yeah, never done that. Um, but yeah, same with clients. You know, that's the only time I wear lingerie. Yeah. And in my personal life, it's like, oh, I'm wearing my Calvin cute little Klein, shorts. Tommy Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. I, what I'll usually do is I'll wear like, okay. So I actually had a client um, in, uh, we were like in like Orange County or something. Like he like flew me out there or something. And we went to this sex shop. And it, like I went, we went to his hotel and then we were like, let's go to a sex shop. And then um, I was like, I want those like, red assholeless panties mm-hmm. so i have this like really hot thong that I, has the asshole cut out which is i guess like how is that a thong it like i don't know how to describe it like it just has like the asshole like so out. does it like, have like, a, a string that fabric. goes down it's the not crack? a string it's not a g-string it's a thong but it has like the asshole cut out somehow it makes it super accessible so it goes like that, like the shape of a vagina. Yeah, I have a vagina. Around. It doesn't make any sense. I have a vagina. Because the thing about a thong already is that I'll just, just have to give you guys a visual aid. I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it on. Not with my asshole spread out, unless you want that. Maybe we'll put that on Patreon. <laughs> um, 
I'll give you guys a visual aid. Anyway, hmm. I wear that, and I wear, like, little tiny shorts, like, booty shorts, and I wear, like, like kind of, like, a midriffy tee, because, like, mm-hmm. obviously I haven't really eaten that day if I'm, like, preparing for sex, so I'm, like, kind of skinny, mm-hmm. and my stomach is, like, really flat. But, like, okay, this one time this girl um, came up to me um, at this place that I used to work at a restaurant in L.A., and um, she's like, oh, what do you do besides this or something? And I was like, oh, I had just done, like, a, a cosmetic campaign or something. So I was like, bitch. I was like, oh, I'm a model. And she was like, like, sports like modeling. Sports modeling. Um, I read. Clopped. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I am a sports model. Like, look and at my, look at my body. So I kind of lean into that. Not, like, in a, like, in, like, a dykey sort of way. But, like, in a, like. I'm fun. I just had practice. Yeah, I feel like guys love that shit. And also, there's nothing more humiliating than like a guy showing up and you're like super done up. It's and like he's like, no, I like looks like you. shit. Yeah, because they're gonna look like shit. And, and you know what? I don't. I don't even wear makeup when I have civilian sex. Yeah, that's your privilege. <laughs> I have to. Pretty girl privilege. Yeah. Pretty hair. Yeah. Casual, um, casual, casual. So yeah, I'd say that that's like how I kind of um, maneuver dressing for like the female gaze, whatever the fuck that means, and like the male gaze, and uh, like dressing for yourself is autogynephilia. Yeah, it truly. <laughs> um, and I think you'd probably agree, right? What? Like we share the same sentiment. About, oh, totally. About we do the exact powers. same yeah. thing. We also like usually order the same food and the and same cocktail do. when we go out to we eat. Do. Hive mind. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Hi, Poopson. Hi, Fartson. This is Maggie down in Texas. And I remember back in 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, I told both of you about the story of me fucking my boss, who was a right-winged, um, very closeted lesbian. And I was her nanny. And long story short, um, I really don't know how to gain her attention again. After it's sending nudes, it falls on deaf ears. Um, I am in a committed relationship that is not an open relationship. However, my boyfriend loves big titty blondes, and that's exactly what she is. So, you know, he's not he's not, not down for a threesome. Um, she recently divorced her husband because, you know, um, he caught us on uh, their nanny cams. So if you have any ideas on how to catch a woman's attention, please let me know. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Maggie. <laughs> Tell me you're pathological liar without telling me. <laughs> Hi, Maggie. It's good to hear from you. Um, <coughs> just kidding. <coughs> that sounds like an absolutely obtuse story. Um, but for the sake of this, I'm going to believe you. <laughs> it sounds crazy. Yeah. For sure. It sounds too good to be true. Um, here's what I'm going to say, Maggie. You have a man that loves you and takes care of you. Let the fucking housewife go, bitch. Yeah. You don't need that. That sounds like drama. And also, I don't know how to get a woman's attention. (laughs) So that's all I can really say. I would get permission from your boyfriend and, like, be like, well, wait, did she say that he knew? Um, no. Well, I don't think so. If you can have that conversation with him and be like, yeah, because he'll, like, any guy will like that. 
Mm-hmm. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, I fucked my boss on the nanny cam. And now I want her again. I want her fucking pussy. Yeah. Um, He'll be like, yeah, sure. Go ahead, babe. Uh-huh. That's um, true. And then just like, I don't know, be like, hey, do you want to fuck? That's what I would do. Well, she's not she's not responding to her. Oh. It just seems really Sorry, I was like, I was blocking out during the yeah, entire thing. It's really <laughs> like complicated and messy and in my opinion it's like you had this really hot nasty taboo experience mm-hmm. with this woman that and you worked high. for. Yeah, just leave it at that. Just leave it at that, Maggie. Yeah, sometimes, you know? like, the memory is just, like, yeah. you know, better than having it again. Yeah, you cis people, you know? It's never it's, it's never enough it's never for enough. you. It's you want like, your cake and you want to eat like, it, too. It's like, honey, just, you've got a man that's taking care of you. That's yeah. all you need. That's all you need. All right. Okay, so there were a select few um, people who were absolute retards who didn't send in voice memos so I'm just going to read what they said and that's okay because we love you anyway um these are all from people we know okay we'll just use a different name okay unless our name's not necessary um, Emily Mm -hmm. hi Emily she says hi lol someone give me a lobotomy how come every man I meet m-e-a-t like, isn't ready for a relationship so I don't get jack shit from them. No commitment, no showing me off, no posting, no prioritizing. But then, like, after we break up, they seem to mature up a bit and find someone else. Either they start out immature and I do change them eventually, but I feel... Girl, did you write this on a potato? <laughs> um, They start out immature and I do change them eventually but they feel my resentment so they take what they learned from me and take it to someone fresh and new so they can be good from the start or b they do know how to treat me right but i don't do it for them so they just don't give that to me or c question mark question mark question mark question mark question mark maybe because i'm going for hot big sick narcissist out of my league Mm. um here's my thing how do you actually know that he's treating this next girl better. How do you know? There's you nothing know? that you can teach him, man. Well, I do think that it's actually really common that after a relationship, a man moves on to the next one, having learned how to be more manipulative. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, the thing about men is that they're constantly devolving, and that actually goes back to nature because nature's trying to like get them out. They're saying, mm-hmm. "You get the Y chromosome out," mm-hmm. and that's why trannies exist. Yeah, we're just trying to survive. We're just trying. We're just like the solution to overpopulation, baby. Yeah, I think you just you need to, and obviously this is easier said than done, but you need to like let go and like. What happens after your relationship is none, none of, of your, your business. business. It's none of your business, unfortunately. Like, for me, like, so I have an ex, like, the ex, who, mm-hmm. like, love of my life, ruiner of my life. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, like, at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning after her sleep episode and my sleep episode, I was like, I'm going to Google him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm going to see if he has Instagram, and he didn't, thank God. But, like, 
I haven't done that in so long. Yeah. Because I know that any news that I get is going to be bad news. Yeah. He's either going to be dead or he's going to be married and both will devastate me. So I cannot know. I don't know. think he'll ever get married. And so it's like, yeah, it's none of my business. I've made yeah. so much progress so far. Like, if it didn't work out with you guys, just like leave it alone. But also, so her question was... um, they do know how to treat her right, but they don't do it. But but she doesn't do it for them, so they don't like give her what she needs. Uh huh. He's just not that into you, babe. Yeah, there's there's it's yeah. But the thing is, is that no one's into anyone right now. You know what I mean? So true. Like that's the reason why everyone's like getting ghosted is because they think that they have too many options. Yeah. No one wants a relationship. No. No one. No. Not this girl. No. And even the people who think they do want relationships, they don't actually. I would say, like, you know, crop failure by 2030. Nuclear war is on the rise, on the onset. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy your time with your family. (laughs) Like, fuck, fuck hot, like, fuck these guys. Like, literally have sex with them. And then just, like, drop them. Yeah, stop investing. Everyone needs to stop, stop like prioritizing romantic love yep. and start like prioritizing like familial bonds and platonic love between like friends and stuff because yep. like the men, the men just aren't. It's they aren't truly giving. Truly not worth it. It's a, it's a, it's a love desert right yeah. now. I stopped dating, and it's just it. There's no point, babe. There's no point. That sounds so hopeless. I know. Sorry. It's like the last thing you want to hear. But if it's, to me, it's like, if it's not coming naturally, yeah. then it's not meant to be. And, and maybe don't. just take some time just to like, you know, focus on yourself. And, but while you're focusing on yourself, make sure that you're like experiencing pleasure, like hook up with people. For sure. If that's what you well, like to do. probably is, but. Yeah. You know, I understand the frustration. I totally do. I feel like you've tried to date a lot in the last Mm. year and it hasn't really worked out well and like yeah it's frustrating but i also know that you have the sweetest little boy in the whole world and then that can complicate things but also it can act as a good filter for who you want to have around oh who are we talking about oh um that gives me more perspective i didn't know who who we were talking about yeah So I feel like, like in the same way that like being trans is like a filter for me where it's like, if you don't want to date me because I'm trans and that's like something you have to get over or whatever, it's like, nope, you're done. I don't need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in the same way that's like having a baby is like, that's a good filter. Mm -hmm. Like any man who's going to stick around is going to have to prove it to you. And that's going to be good for him, for your little, for your little cutie (laughs) and for you. You know yeah. what I mean? So. And I now that I know who we're talking about, you do have a thing for narcissists, and so do I. And I think the only way to break away from that is to really, really take a step away from it all. You know, just mm-hmm. like really disconnect from dating at all until that shit is so far behind. Keep it to sucking and fucking, babe. Yeah, for sure. You don't have time for that. Hello, PK and Karun. My name is Annie. I am a 30-year-old trans woman. Uh, and I have a question for you. So I have a hard time staying hard. Um, 
and I was just wondering if you have any advice whatsoever uh, on doing so because like do you have some kind of mental headspace that you can sort of crawl into and then this <laughs> mindset enables you to top basically um, because like just as much as it might not actually be my thing to do so I sort of also want to be able to top uh, yeah so that's it I love your podcast um, bye <laughs> my advice is kill yourself <laughs> um, it's not actually but it's also like okay babe I can t- like Thank you for listening to the pod. Mm-hmm. I can tell that you're one of those like village trannies that like Stop. like <laughs> and you're from Denmark or whatever and like and you're giving me very that that energy that's like <coughs> messaging me at like three o'clock in the morning and it's like three p.m. your time or whatever being like how do I get my parents to accept me? Uh-huh. Um, the thing is, is like hormones are going to affect your body and like we've all we all go through it. And if you're really into the person you're with, you'll get hard. Yeah. Also, like, maybe look into progesterone. Uh-huh. Um, and if you can take Viagra, honey, take Viagra. Yeah. It's a very common issue. It's such an uncomfortable question. It's like, ew, I don't want to talk about that. Well, I think it um, like, presumes that, like, all of us want to top or something, which is not true. Well, it doesn't presume that, but it's just, you know, it's like... I just want to make sure for, like, the cis people listening, like, not that there's anything wrong with a trans woman topping anyone, but it's, like, we're not all just, like, going around fucking coming on plants. Well, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's, like, yeah, that's our sexual organ, and if it's not working properly, it's, like, there's an issue. So, no shame. No, no. no. And (laughs) my own uncomfortableness is a projection of my own disgust with my body. Her own self-loathing. Yes. Here's here's what I can um, tell you as a uh, sex worker, what I've done in the past. Um, I, yeah, have taken, like, Viagra or Cialis, if you can get your hands on that and you like it. That's obviously the easiest. But you can also try something called horny Horny goat goat weed. Check it out at your local gas station. Mm -hmm. It really does help. Um, Beyond that, um, check your hormone levels. If your Mm -hmm. estrogen levels are higher than they need to be. Back off a little bit. Back off a little, you know. But that's also coming from, like, a girl who's had all the surgery she needs. I'm not, like, really taking estrogen to feminize anything anymore. So it's kind of just, like, maintenance. Um that's what I recommend. Also, ew, I don't want to say this. Also, <laughs> please don't kill yourself. No. Um, don't ever believe anything. Get a dick say. pump. Um, the thing that happens when you take estrogen, especially in the beginning, is like your libido crashes and you stop getting hard and your dick shrinks. And to keep those like tissues healthy get a dick pump if you're not getting regular erections anymore go get a dick pump and start using it every day i'm back on hormones now but when i wasn't okay when i was first like six years i lost like probably an inch of length for sure which is like honey i still got a big old dick the boys all come to my yard Mm -hmm. um but then like 
I was off hormones for like seven months and it's like it grew back it does grow back um but it's a slippery slope you know because it's like i went back on hormones because it's like yeah i don't want to age like a man that's ew um so you just have to find out what works for you and i like you know trannies love reddit boards so get on the mtf reddit board (laughs) and just do your thing honey yeah you just got to do a little experimenting and figure out what works for you. And also, like, what really, like, turns you on. Like, what mm-hmm. gets you off. You know what yeah. I mean? For me, it's armpits in my face. <laughs> if a man just puts his fucking armpit on my face, I will come in a second. Yeah. Okay? So. I've been pretty fortunate that even, like, as a sex worker, when I'm having sex with people that I don't want to have sex with all the time, it's just, like... My body still knows what to do most of the time. The body keeps the you score. Know. I always worry about like, ew, there's like chasers listening, but there's actually probably not. There's so actually probably like, not, which is kind of nice. Yeah, you know, this is a safe space, but I, I do cringe a little to talk about it. <laughs> All right, this next question is from Shirley. Oh, that's my grandmother's name. Um... My boyfriend is so caring and thoughtful. The biggest quote-unquote issue I have that causes me doubt in a future together is how broke he is. Mm. How do I get my loving poetry writing boyfriend to get motivated towards being an adult with his finances without sounding like an asshole? Sincerely, sincerely, a caring Virgo girlfriend named Shirley. You don't. You dump him. Well, the thing is, just like, it depends on how old this boyfriend is. But, like, if you're in your, like, you know, late 20s, early 30s, which I'm assuming you are, um, well, you know, I don't know. I feel like people kind of change when they get older and they're, like, want to, like, you know, save their money and start, like, investing in their Maybe, future. but you don't need to wait around for that. Yeah. You know? I don't I I don't think there's anything worse than pressuring a partner to that's immediate grounds for breakup. Yeah. And it's also not fair to you if it's negatively impacting your relationship that they're not like yeah, working. But also it's like I mean like I so I had a boyfriend who was poor um and I used to pay for everything. And, like, I didn't really mind it that much because he fucked me real good. Except he would always come in, like, three seconds. But he had a really big dick and a really fat ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's not everyone. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? <laughs> um, uh, no, like, yeah, I can see how that would be annoying. And talking about it is uncomfortable. But, like, maybe you just need to have the conversation to be, like, where are we going? You know what? Maybe you should be like, oh, I want to, like, have kids someday, even if you (coughs) don't, and, like, see, like, Mm -hmm. what their approach to, like, spending the rest of their life is, like, financially, like, when are you going to retire, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's kind of a There's so many factors. It's, like, how long have you been dating? How old are you? Like, have you guys talked about your future? You know. But even besides all of that, even if it has nothing to do with the future and it's about, like, the now, it's, like... If he's not contributing, like, yeah, that's dead weight. And there's nothing more unattractive. Yeah. Like, that's, as a man, that's your only 
well, that's not your only job, but it's a big one. It's like if you can't your provide. Your jobs are to provide for me and to fuck me. Yeah, it's like men are not emotionally intelligent. No. So if you can't at the very least bring in a reasonable income that makes dating fun. Then is it really worth it? No. But if you really love him, he'll be receptive and he'll be opening if he love if he really loves you as well. Yeah. He'll be receptive and I he'll don't be know. opening. But I it's think also he'll be like, resentful if he ends up like forcing himself to go get a job to like make more money for a relationship even if he does really love you it's like men are very resentful beings yeah that's true i feel like they like really like circle themselves around resentment like that's a, well, that's it's the because they're so tied they... to their ego you yeah. know and that's like to maybe shame them well as... it depends on like does your boyfriend have a big ego probably <laughs> probably <laughs> They all do. Um, if he writes poetry, and then that means um, that yeah. he, if he writes poetry, that means that he wants to be heard. Yeah. Which is no man should ever be heard. That means he thinks he has something interesting to say, and he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he does, it's like that's not a healthy trait in a man. A man should should carry a big stick and be quiet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope that helps. I don't know if we gave you any good advice or not. Uh, I would just have an, an honest conversation. If he's not open to it or gets resentful about it, that says more about his character and yeah. whether you want to be with him in the All you can ever do in a relationship is just communicate how you're feeling and whether that ends a relationship or makes it stronger, that's not your responsibility. Your only responsibility is to like share your truth and your needs. Wow, we're really helping the girlies. I guess so. Hey, you guys. So I was wondering if you had any tips on finding a boyfriend. I live in the Midwest, and I feel like most guys just want something casual with me because they're too afraid of what their friends and family will think if they're dating a tranny. Um, And I also find myself the most drawn to the guys that are ashamed of me. Uh, And it's just really frustrating. Also, what is your favorite perfume for spring? <laughs> Thank you. I hope you have a really good day. Hi, Tranny. <laughs> um, I'm just going to call you the Tranny from um, Iowa. The Midwest? Oh, is okay. Iowa in the Midwest? Uh, I think so, yeah. The Tranny from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Dear Tranny from Iowa, what was the question? I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> um <sighs> Okay. She's hard, finding it hard to date in Tran in, in Tran in Transylvania because um, how to find a boyfriend in the Midwest because the they question. don't want to introduce her to their families and stuff. Um, you got to got to find no, honey. You got to find a nerd. Yeah. Find a really big dick nerd with autism mm-hmm. that worships you, and it like loves you loud and proud because like any guy that like you like. I guarantee you as a tranny is like hot and dumb and like mean and so like you need to find like a big dick nerd that worships you I don't know because even the big dick nerds that worship you aren't necessarily going to introduce you to their family like, I feel like they would because they've already faced some ostracization in their life 
Uh, I don't know. Where we have to give them some helpful advice, babe. Well, yeah, <laughs> we can't but tell I everyone just, that. But yeah, I don't. But I just don't that. think that's necessarily true. Then what do you think that she should do? Um, I think you need to date a transplant, someone who's not from the Midwest. Here's okay. As a as a tranny from the Midwest, I am she from has the, an opinion. I am from the Midwest, and in the beginning of my transition, I left New York and I went back home to Fargo, North Dakota, and I did date a boy who was in the Marines. A boy named Crystal. <laughs> His name is Gary, and we'll get into we're Crystal still very time. close. Um, but he didn't have family, and he was in the Marines. Yes, and find an orphan. Was, yeah, you got to find someone who's find an who's or- not like really tied good. to their family. Find an orphan, babe. That's the reality. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like you're realistically probably not gonna find someone where it's gonna be easy to be part of their family. It, it probably exists out there, but it's not easy. So find. An orphan. <laughs> Find an orphan with a fat cock who's autistic and worships your body. Yeah. I, yeah, or, I really. Or find someone with parents. I can't and, recommend and kill men in the military or the Marines yeah. or whatever enough. Because Especially for, and they love trannies. They love They trannies. do. And they're more confident in their sexuality usually. Um, yeah, Them it's... and bodybuilders. Yeah. Bodybuilders yeah, do Bodybuilders and, um, and our soldiers. Yeah. But I've, you know, it's hard for me to give you advice on that. Did she ask about family or am I making that up? No, she said like she's having trouble like with them and like they want to introduce her to family. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't make that up. I've never been introduced to someone's family. So it's, it's hard for me I to have. really. Have you? Yeah. Who's? Both of my ex-boyfriends. Oh, really? Yep. As a trans woman? Yeah. You met Anthony's family? Yeah, his whole family. Oh. Hmm. And they weren't like, I was a brick, so they were like, honey, it's okay. You can tell us if you're gay. Yeah. (laughs) Which, in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, you were gay. Yeah, he was. Um, But, like, Anthony also had, like, (coughs) crazy, like, autism, (coughs) which is why Uh he didn't care. And he was a big dick nerd. Yeah. Um, And my other ex was 20 years older than me and was is not close to his family at all and has nothing to prove to them yeah so yeah I would you also find... weren't dating at that time though you no know, but different. i still met them regardless and i stayed yeah. with him for four days yeah. in the same room even though we didn't even fuck loser gay gay boy gay boy <laughs> you're a gay boy um, if you're not fucking a tranny when she's with you, then what are you doing? Then that's what we're for. There's a problem. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm literally a hole and a dick, so. um, and tits. Was there Find a second part to her question? Oh, oh favorite yeah. fragrance for spring. <laughs> I don't have a huge fragrance library, but my favorite is probably Dosan by Diptyque. It's floral, but it's sophisticated. And I couldn't tell you what type of florals are in it. I haven't worn I it since last like spring. I think it's a white floral. It so is a white floral. Um, yummy, yummy, yummy. Orange like blossom, that. I yes, think. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love really that yummy. one as well. Um, I love, I have another one, good one that's like by Diptyque that I will have to um, figure out that what it is. And I'll put a visual aid in the post. Um, but yeah, I love a white floral for spring groundbreaking mm-hmm. um 
I also love like um oh you know what I have a really good recommendation for you it's kind of expensive it's um called something pluriel it's like in a um pink bottle and it's by Maison Francis Kirkjean and it's described as a modern floral bouquet and it's kind of sweet kind of floral but like has this weird kind of like soda-y vibe where it's like very modern but it's like really gorgeous and elegant so that's my recommendation gorgeous thanks for calling in two minutes hi so I value both of your opinions a lot I think that both of you are really smart no. Um, I don't really know what kind of advice I need. I am 23 and I've never been in a relationship. That being said, I've been fucked over by men a lot. Um, all of my experience, well, my first experience was a guy from my high school that, like, emotionally and sexually abused me but then after that I was in college and I went to art school and it was only like 15% male and maybe like 5% of them were bi or straight um not that I would want to date an art boy but so because of that I used Tinder I was in Chicago and had a lot of awful experiences I I think I realized that a lot of people in Chicago, and maybe this is the case for a lot of big cities, a lot of people don't really want to put in the effort to have an emotional connection with someone. It's like everyone I talked to said, oh, I'm emotionally unavailable. And I just would get so frustrated every time. I would start to like someone and then they would say that and it would like literally, it felt like it broke my heart. It probably didn't because I've never, <laughs> been heartbroken but to me that's what it felt like um so yeah that's something I've been dealing with a lot dating is just people that I like not liking me or everyone being quote emotionally unavailable um I do have a question for Jordan I know that you have done some sex work or are currently doing sex work and I'm wondering if there's anything sorry the wind is really bad (laughs) I'm wondering if there's anything that you have picked up on in like scary men that you could recognize in men that you would meet like day to day or dating I'm wondering if there's any red flags that you could tell us about. Um, I guess that's it. I wish that you guys could just like find me a boyfriend. <laughs> that's that's what I need help with. Hi, if I could find myself a boyfriend, <laughs> we would be having this conversation. Yeah, she sounds sound really so sweet. sweet. You're so you're still so young yeah. and you'll figure it out. You know, I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was 26 going on 27. Um, you know, and I, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, get to 30 and they've still never had a boyfriend. Yeah. I just really I don't believe that that's something that should be rushed. No. Just if it's going to happen, it's going to happen and I think relationships can be really fulfilling. But I think there's a lot of people out there who force themselves to be in relationships. And to me, it's just like, 
Just focus on yourself. Yeah. You know? Also, you sound really pretty. And she you does sound, sound pretty. And you sound really cisgender. So, like, you won't. Our first cisgender caller. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so you won't have a problem finding a yeah, boy who falls fine. absolutely in love with... I don't even know what you look like, but I know that, like, you're poundable. Um, you will absolutely... And you know what? You are lovable. Yeah. You're really But you lovable. know what? She also sounds like an empath. You can hear uh-huh. it in her yep, voice. Yep, 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 yep. She's got that tin bear. And as she said, she's been fucked over by a lot of men. And I can believe that, babe. I can believe that. And you have to protect yourself. And um, I don't know if I have any specific red flags that I learned from being a sex worker. But I did date a narcissist. And um, it was my one and only relationship. And it really, ruined, her. really fucked me up. And I spent, I, I've never even gone to therapy for it, but I have spent a lot of time. She just wakes up at three in the morning. And screams, <laughs> no. Yeah, I have spent a lot of time researching about like personality disorders and like mood disorders and stuff. And I've, I've learned how to see a lot of red flags based off of my own experience. And unfortunately, all of the red flags sometimes look like green flags when you meet a man who is just so charismatic and he compliments you on all the right things, he says all the right things and he just makes you feel so seen. That's a red flag. Yeah. That is. If a man tells you he likes you, red flag. If a man holds eye contact with you in a loving (coughs) way for more than 10 seconds, red flag. Yeah. The love stare. Yeah, if he's looking deeply into your eyes. And these are things I mean when you're, like, getting to know someone, first date, second date, you know, third date. If it just seems like it's going so amazingly well, which has only happened happened to me once in my life, that one time was the time I was getting played. You know? It's like... If a man... um has a wonderful time with you in person you have a great day and then he is very spotty and doesn't text well mm-hmm. for a week that's a red flag yes the number one advice i would give to myself is when a man shows you who they are when you first meet them believe, believe every them. red flag fucking believe them i cannot stress if that you're enough. watching a, if you're watching a tv show if you're okay, if if you say on your third date, oh come over, let's watch The Sopranos, which came out like twenty years ago, and order pizza, and you because you want to like you know watch a shitty TV show and just like bond with them because that's what women do, and you're in this watching the one like you're like five episodes in and so you're watching specific. a movie, <laughs> yeah, and he and he shushes you to hear the dialogue. He shushed you? He shushed me. Mm. He, I was like, you get out of like, my house. Never, like we had had the pizza, whatever, and we were watching The Sopranos, and we were like five episodes in, and I like leaned over to him to like say something like cute or funny or whatever, or ask him a question about himself, and he's like, shh, <gasps> and then he was like, I, was, mm. I just wanted to hear that, and I was like, the whole reason why you're here is not to watch the fucking Sopranos, no. it's to get to know me. Sopranos are an instigator. Yeah, it's like it came out twenty years ago, bitch. <clears throat> And if it was that important, important. <coughs> sorry. I'm if dying. it was that important, important, important. If it's important, that important, you're gonna be like, oh, hold on, I, I wanted, I need to hear that. Let me rewind. 
That's right. so rude. Like that's why I, that's, hit the rewind button, boy. Mm. Yeah, that that was the biggest mistake that I ever made. It, I I met this guy, and he was. I mean, we just really, really hit it off, but there was so many issues immediately. Go and they were staying. there, and I told and I told you when I met him, I said that man's a psychopath, and you said. <laughs> But daddy, I love him. And he even he even told me he said I'm gonna hurt you. And honey, direct quote. He really, really did. He really, really and did. Here's the thing: when you're meeting someone at first, th- they're on their best behavior. Yeah. So if their best yeah. behavior, it's like the same thing as bad? when you see like a t- like the first Tinder picture is like the best photo of someone. Yeah, all the rest are Ugly. gonna be shittier. Yeah. Same thing with their character. Yeah. You're being so sweet tonight and such a therapist. Well, that's the whole point, isn't it? You're so beautiful. I mean, I just really, I really she just feel had for a laser women. Skin treatment I just a few days ago, stop. and I can't stop looking at her because she looks so beautiful. Thank you. My skin's clearing up. I just don't. I really don't want women to go through this. This shit. It's really like we're gonna put a it, link to Doctor Romani. Yeah, it really crushes comments. your soul. Yeah. Like. I am not the same person no. that I was before I got into a relationship. Same. And it's not for the better. Same. I can tell you that. Yeah. I was a brighter light. Right. Yeah. Until I wasn't a bright light. And then a man dumped me because I wasn't a bright light. <laughs> a man said to me, you're just not a bright light. And that's why he dumped me. He did. Corinne's got trauma. <laughs> yeah, honey. Um, okay. We have one more. Okay. Um, and this is from um, Susie... Susie Serendipity. Susie Sally. This is, these are fake names. <coughs> okay. She sent a text version, but also a sound. So I'll oh. play the sound. Hi. Hello, ladies of Deeply Unwell. Okay. <laughs> My sexual grievance that I want to share because I feel like it is talked about, but it's also not talked about, and it's something that's very common, obviously, in the straight, heteronormative world, which I just, I wish I wasn't a part of, damn it, but I'm straight, I'm attracted to men, I'm a woman, I love having sex I feel very comfortable at this point in time with my body and I know that I'm fully capable of orgasming what I don't understand is why I could you not you can quote me on this actually you can't okay I wish I could edit stuff anyways ignore that last sentence but a man (laughs) has never given me an orgasm I don't feel like I've ever climaxed when I've been intimate with a man I have with a woman and that's how I know that I'm capable of getting there but I haven't with a man and every time I try to and try to get in the zone get my mental connected to the physical blah 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 blah, it just doesn't happen and I know that that's common because men can't find Mm -hmm. the clitoris blah 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 but it's interesting with me because some of the time they seem to be doing the right thing. They're touching me in the right place. The, they have found the clitoris, by golly. Um, but it still not doesn't happen. And 
it's either a mental thing with me as a woman not feeling comfortable, not feeling safe, not feeling um, the thing we're supposed to feel when we are able to just kind of let go and be pushed over the edge and let it carry us. It might be that, but also it might be a them thing with them. By them, I mean men, where it's just they are not doing the right thing, they're not communicating, they're not listening, they're not going with the flow, they finish too quickly. Mm-hmm. All these things that have happened in my life. And it's just interesting to just gather information over your life and just come to the conclusion that I just struggle with orgasming with men it's really it really sucks because on my own on my own sometimes it takes under a minute Mm. under a minute sometimes it takes me a little bit longer than that but like a minute five minutes ten minutes the maximum time i've ever masturbated i think over quarantine because i was doing it so fucking much was like an hour or something it took me a really long time because i had already came a lot of times in the day whatever whatever so i'm fully capable of doing this but for some reason when i try to do even the same things with a man it doesn't happen why what is going on what is wrong with me what is wrong with them and then it just gets you into this cycle of overthinking so anyways that's that's my main grievance i wanted to share with y'all in case you want to put it in the podcast um i'm sorry it's so long but that is what i tend to focus on when i get in a new relationship i'm like is this person gonna be the one that can get me there is this Mm. person gonna make me feel safe enough and be able to i don't know it's it's so you guys y'all are so right when you say like we praise men for doing the bare minimum Mm -hmm. i feel like the bare minimum should be like fully communicating with your partner and listening to them and doing what they like and not having this wall up that tends to happen or silence i hate when men are just silent in bed and it's like nothing i don't get no sounds i don't get no words i don't get no uh sentences like nothing and i'm just like what and what am i supposed to do am i do i keep going do i keep doing this do i change it up is this person enjoying themselves so yeah that's just the general struggle with dating men i feel it's so much easier for them sometimes and there's so much pressure that we as women put on ourselves to also finish and uh, anyways i digress that's all Oh, honey. Susie. I, to me, it sounds like you have trust issues mm-hmm. with men. And I know this is a very common issue with women and sex with men. It's not unheard of that women can't come from penetrative sex. But it sounds like men also just, like, can't make you come at all. Well, it's, to me, it sounds like they can't make you come emotionally either. Yeah. And that's like, and it seems like almost like an emotional block. And maybe even like you're just following a precedent that most men have like set and like getting yourself into a comfort because you've had, you've, you know, you're able to do it with, with a woman and you've, you know, they can, if they can find yeah. the clit, what's the excuse? So it's like, I have actually two pieces of advice for you. And this is an either or situation. And it's either, 
go to Mexico and do an ayahuasca trip or two, go to Europe, go to any Mediterranean country and fuck the first man you see <laughs> because I guarantee you, you will, you will get some, some clarity. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's, I don't want to say it's a you problem because it's, not. it's but, but at the same time it also is if you're able to come by yourself and you're able to come with women then you have some kind of hang up yeah well your body's able to access pleasure it's able to access that wiring it's a mental hang up yeah and it might be the guys that you're attracting or it might be like you know a mental block I feel like a lot of times as women when it comes to sex we are we can be so performative because mm-hmm. heterosexual sex is so focused around like pleasure for a man yeah. and whatever gets them off and yeah. men don't really always think that way at all like they just want to come and for women it's like is this hot to you am i right. pleasing you does this feel good to you and, and that's that's it, one of the it might be put the blockage why i'm saying like you need to have a religiously romantic experience where a man is obsessed. You girlies need to find men who are obsessed yeah. with you and your bodies. You need bodies. to be a big slut. Because if you, go to, if you go to Italy or you go to Greece or you go to Portugal or you go to France even and you find any attractive man, they will show you mm-hmm. what you are worth because they will spend like at least an hour wooing you in foreplay. Yes. But I also don't think practic- practically you don't need to go to Italy to find that. I think you can find that anywhere. That's it's my that's my thing with men is I only like men who worship. If you are not obsessed with pleasure, receiving and giving, and my body, all of it, then it's not working for me. You need to find a man that thinks you're the hottest fucking thing in the world, can't get enough of your fucking pussy, wants to eat you out for hours. Wants you to hours. sit on his face in an alleyway. Yeah, just makes you feel like a nasty fucking slut. You, you need, what, honey, what you need to do is you need to listen to Kim Petras' slut pop. Yeah. And, and really just put your pussy out and, mm-hmm. and feel your oats. Maybe try poppers. Have you ever done poppers while you're getting your pussy? That's actually, like, yeah, really good. You know? Also, like, I have this problem, too, where it's, like, you know, some men just, like, can't make me come. For sure. You know? I don't even think that it's exclusive to, like, cis women, although I know it's exorbitantly harder for them. Um, I think it's a men problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that the problem is how we seek, how they seek, rather, pleasure with their partners with their with their female partners and and finding it like a means to an end like it's like it's all about the end point for them Mm -hmm. and you need to find a guy who doesn't carry that sort of um viewpoint in his life when he's navigating his life in anything like maybe you need to like date like an artist or maybe you need to date like someone um who notices the small things like i can i guarantee you any guy that like is confident and like brings you flowers and like takes you out to a nice dinner can make you come Mm -hmm. 
you need a guy as that... long as he's not overcompensating with those things but yeah. he's embellishing with those <coughs> things he'll make you come you just gotta find him yeah you need a guy that's looking for a pillow princess yeah that's what you need where yeah. you don't need to do a goddamn no. thing except receive me i love worshiping men yeah, and it's my toxic trait because yeah. I'm a faggot because I'm um, a fag in a wig and mm-hmm. the wig is my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, love you very much. I hope that. Yeah, that's so frustrating. Yeah, I, I can't, can't imagine. imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, I, I can relate because uh, in my, you know, my sexuality is such that like I actually don't really care about coming I, I do. I have to. I demand yeah, it. Yeah, you I do. demand it from them. Yeah, but I, it's for me, if it's a man like comes, I just love being fucked. If a man, if a civilian man, meaning not a client, comes and I don't come, I say, I didn't come. Make me come. Yeah. And yeah. usually they're half-assed about it because a guy does, after he comes, they're not used he, to he that. doesn't want to do yeah. it. You also have to prolong his coming, which is not your labor to do, but, you know, it might help if you want to have it an does orgasm. Help. Mm-hmm. Um build it up yeah how yeah. long how long are the, these sessions that you're having of sex yeah. it's like to have a good proper orgasm you need to really you need to build up the tension you need to be having sex for more than 15 minutes yeah and it needs to be like something where like you can be in a relationship with someone where like you're having sex like every day and they really like get to know your body mm-hmm. and like what makes you click yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. It's also, it's like, if you've like been dating someone and they've never made you come, it's like, I want to know, like, have they, is that frustrating for them? Or are they like, okay. Right. Like, are they just walking around like, this is fine. Right. Like, I can't <laughs> Like imagine. the dog in the firehouse meme. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I would hope that they'd be like. Okay, I'm gonna really take it upon right. myself. If I could to, make like, a girl come, I would. And I was tonight. Man, I'm I just would pleasing kill you. myself. Yeah. If for I sure. were a straight man, also by the way, we are also straight and heterosexual. Um, I think the word you're looking for oh, is yeah. that you're a cis woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I hope that helps. Yeah. And I hope that we were able to help some of you, if yeah. not all of you. We don't know anything. We're just stupid girls. I have so much trauma. Yeah, I don't know we're what really, I'm talking about. We're really about. broken. <laughs> um, what's that song? I'm going to close out with that song Ow. by Jordan Sparks. It was a cover. With a broken wing, she'll carry her dreams. Then you Um, that was fun. Yeah. Also, you guys, you have to keep these voice memos to like a minute max. Yeah, but um, thank you so much for submitting include, them. Yeah, we can include everyone. Like, but it's thank you to everyone. Pretty amazing that our first submit. time we did this, we got you know like eight submissions. Yeah, or something. maybe we got like an hour's worth of content here. Yeah, and also like we've gotten so much really positive feedback from people in our lives and also just mm-hmm. people we don't even know sending us messages and this has already been like so fun and i we really, love really appreciate doing this. the support we love talking to you guys yeah. every week so or every other week keep the love coming yeah and if you you know you have anything you would like us to do let us know yeah. i won't necessarily do it get but chatty with us know. in the comments I you don't know, think, are there comments they on Instagram? To... Oh, sure, sure. Follow sure, us sure, on sure. Instagram at deeply yes. well, deep, deeply unwell, deeply unwell. Yes, yeah. 
Yes. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye, hookers.